being able to check in with yourself and, you know, the importance of emotions and not just shutting them down or dismissing them and being on the fast train. In this episode, I get to speak with Rebecca O'Brien. Rebecca, a caring and active child, was born in Ireland, grew up in California, moved with her family to Sweden at the age of 11. She grew up to be an ambitious, outgoing perfectionist who longed to graduate and spread her wings around the world. By 2014, she had spent 15 years in the international sales and marketing industry, in global companies, working long hours with high-end clientele, traveling, attending award shows and trade shows, hosting client entertainment events, conferences, budget meetings, quarterly and annual reports. Now, all of this felt exhilarating to her as she grew in knowledge and experience through her career in Europe including a socially fun-filled life. But all of this eventually caused her to hit a wall through burnout as she started to losing hair, couldn't remember, started losing focus, and just went downhill from there. But now, she's a burnout prevention coach, helping folks stay focused and add breaks in their lives. Let's listen into this podcast with Rebecca O'Brien. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Rebecca, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited to be here. And, uh, I can say that makes two of us. I wish I had a burnout prevention coach before I hit the wall uh, knowing nothing. Yeah. I wish I had someone that would have guided me and informed me and Mm -hmm. educated me before all this happened. So tell us what what all that happened. I mean, uh, take us back to, you know, when you experienced this, when um, you decided to become a coach and um, how does all domino effect happen? Um, Yeah, I mean, it happened actually. It's for me, it's seven years ago now that I burnt out. But my story kind of goes back Mm -hmm. to just after college, it probably goes back to my childhood now, which I speak to Mm -hmm. very many um, of us. I say, you know, burnout, burnout, those have been through it and and in the recovery stages and, you know, learned and grown from this. It's definitely something Mm -hmm. that um, has not only been from work. I think it's accumulated from years and years of, you know, not being self-aware, not um, being in connection with brain, you know, mind and body connection, being in alignment with your values, your beliefs, um, being able to check in with yourself and, you know, the importance of emotions and not just shutting them down or dismissing them and being on the fast train because that was that was basically me I was I had blinders on after Mm -hmm. college and was just on the fast train like let's go let's get the career on the road um and really (laughs) just 
was focused on checking as many boxes as I could in my career. And, you know, it was fantastic. And I experienced many things and traveled uh, many, many countries and lived in different countries around Europe as well. And within these 15 years of basically being, you know, climbing the corporate ladder, I wasn't really listening to what my body was saying or if I had let's say bad days or low points or probably needed to take care of myself a little better, even though I was a healthy person Mm -hmm. and quite healthy and exercise. Yeah. um, I really wasn't connected to what my body was trying to say to me. And with that, it came, you know, a few years and I was on vacation. My, um, my first kind of bigger, um, bigger symptoms that really showed was when I was on vacation and I was in LA for six weeks and it was beautiful and I was living life and I was hiking every day and, you know, going to fantastic mm-hmm. restaurants and just having a great time and being on the beach and, you know, out shopping and just wonderful. And I started losing my hair my hair started falling out and Mm -hmm. I couldn't really focus. And I felt that my memory was really off. Like I just, I couldn't remember three things to bring to the car. Couldn't remember like, you know, my keys, my cell phone, basic, basic things, a water bottle. Everyone knows, you know, water, especially in the summer Mm -hmm. in LA, it is hot. You know, there's, there's essential needs. And I couldn't, I couldn't really, I just knew that something was up and that's when I got home and I started seeing the one, two doctor and I went to several doctors for a year until I got diagnosed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so there's actually a diagnosis for what you were going through. So I got diagnosed, I got diagnosed both with depression, um, but also burnout, mental, physical burnout. Um, Mm. I know in Sweden there is, they have a diagnosis for this. I believe they have one in the U.S. that has come from uh, the World Health Organization now. This is only Mm -hmm. like two, three years ago, so it's still very early. But they have recognized it um, as a, you know, something that happens and happens to many on a cause of, Basically, it can be work most of the time, but also uh, for different backgrounds yeah. and, and experiences there as well. Wow. So that's really interesting because I've experienced something like that where I just started to not be fulfilled mm. and, and not paying attention. So I started, I guess what I started doing is I started getting more into different hobbies. Mm -hmm. So I just, I was like, okay, maybe I need to give my right side of the brain some more things to do and and let the right, you know, the left side take a break. So I kind of broke it in, you know, broke it. So, hmm, really interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I can, uh, so, no, go go ahead. Sorry, what were you yeah, saying? Yeah, go on. No, I was just going to jump in and, and no. say with that because I think it's it's really interesting both with hobbies and and 
this whole, you know, the fulfillment and purpose in life. And we're really, you know, chasing, um, chasing many times what, what society perhaps says, you know, this is what life should look like, you know, when you have your job and, and the yeah. family and the house and, and this, that, or either, you know, also how you've been brought up uh, can also be an effect or, or seeing, you know, your parents and family um, lifestyles with that as well. I know I was chasing uh, several jobs and even though they were great, it wasn't something that was fulfilling me. I kind of felt like, Mm, yeah. You know, I make great, I make good money and I, and it was great money and, and travel and all those things, but it wasn't coming from a place of passion and it wasn't coming from a place of, mm. oh, this is really, you know, this excites me and gets me out of bed in the morning and ready to really, you know, yeah. go. Yeah. Wow. No, no, you're absolutely right. We have to definitely balance and um put everything together because or have have one you know some sort of balance and and we we almost see this in nature mm -hmm. the balance of day and night mm -hmm. you know we have a certain amount of hours in the day certain amount of hours in the night and a lot of time we're hustling and hustling and hustling we're we're not putting enough time we're not getting enough sleep we're not eating healthy foods. Mm. There's there's so many different things that um, definitely affect our body. And and I've I've spoken with other uh, some other guests as well, and they they had a similar, not similar, but but like even worse situation mm. where they had you know uh, <laughs> their entire body shut down yeah. and they had to be hospitalized. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. wow. And many so, many cases with that. And, sorry if. It, just to fill in on that point where you're saying hospital yeah, go ahead. because yeah really with the system and or with our bodies and let's say the the stress response and the system there of all the yeah. hormones and adrenaline and cortisol that is rushing through our system and and is meant to be there and is meant to happen in you know flight or or uh, fight responses and is part of our yeah. DNA and, you know, historically and biologically, it, it is there to protect us and is there for a reason. Um, yeah. But this can also be where, you know, you mentioned with animals before and with the balance and, and for them, you know, they are in the, um, in a situation where, they might be chased and, and fearing for their life. They get into a safe space mm -hmm. or safe spot and they can then shake yeah. that off. And that's still what they do to this day. You know, they shake that off and then they carry along with their everyday, you know, searching for food or, or traveling, mm -hmm. you know, with their tribe and, and walking miles a day. Yeah. And for us, it is a constant of different stressors that hit us today. You know, it's, it's with time and then it's, you know, picking up the kids and then it is with work and then it might be a disagreement with someone. And then the neighbor said this, and then you're in traffic. So it's just this constant, constant every, every day. So our, our stress system is on alert, you know, for many, many hours. And that will really break down. Wow. Um, 
your uh, body in terms of what, how much cortisol yeah. is going out every day. And th for me, and that, that was the, that will the also biggest cause thing. Us to, mm. Yeah. So, so because we're in, in a constant state of stress and mm. body are, is just in defense mode hundred percent of the time, does it also cause you to crave different types of foods? It can. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, I mean, look at, look at where we are right now, which is, um, you know, can be very scary and is very fear-based in a lot of uncertainty. And we're feeling very overwhelmed. We haven't yeah. been in this situation before. And I don't have the newest, you know, reports or stats on it. But yes, yeah. there are percentages out there already that are saying alcohol con consumption has gone up. Um, you know, of course, we're mm -hmm. going to be craving um more sugars and sweets to kind of it can be a comfort eating as well um yeah definitely different for everyone and and what you eat and how you eat but of course the the yeah. quickest way for us to find a, a relief if it's not exercise or let's say meditation or going out for a long walk or hike it can be very yeah. easy to just I'll have a you know another glass of wine or I'd rather have these snacks or that piece of cake. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's so interesting. Wow. So so we you came around and telling us, you know, uh how you were just pursuing that career, you're pursuing that next level of mm. thrill through career advancement and just doing everything that you can and it, it caused you to your body started reacting like what are you doing let me tell let me give you some physical signs <laughs> right you're not remembering you're, you're losing your hair yeah um so before all of that started tell us a little uh, version of your journey that's no one's heard of before like that's probably you know um we've heard of i don't know how to say this but um Yes. So, so let's go, let's, let's go a little backtrack a little bit. Like what inspired you to be so career driven, um, you know, starting from college or were, were there any triggers, uh, in your past and childhood, anything like that? Or is it just, it's just how we are brought up in this world? Mm, great question. I think for me, it was probably a mix of things because I think with when I when I look at my family and my parents were all very driven mm -hmm. and very ambitious and very passionate mm -hmm. so it get it you know it can get lively at the dinner table to say you know to say the least but <laughs> um yeah also for me it was definitely a big part with my childhood when we moved from California I was 11 at the state at that time we moved from California mm -hmm. to Sweden and that was mm -hmm. a big shock uh, to me and, of course, you know, to my roots and upbringing and, and everything yeah. that I had known with friends and language and community and basically a safe, you know, safe space, if we shall say. Yeah. And with that, um, I think a lot of things happened of, of 
getting to a place where you didn't know the language and I didn't have any friends and I was, you know, mm -hmm. very, very different because this is back in 89, yeah. 90. And there, there were no, you know, US people. There is a few today in Sweden and in Stockholm, but yeah. there was none at that stage. It was very, very rare that you had anyone uh, from outside coming into Sweden. Yeah. Um, so that was a big part that pushed me into adapting uh, very quickly and kind of finding my mm -hmm. own feet and into survival mode, I would yeah. say as well, uh, both good and bad. But it definitely pushed me to um, really be flexible and to really learn quickly. I'm sure grow up very quickly as yeah. well. Um, which isn't the best yeah. case, but there was a lot of things that I yeah. learned to, um, you know, it was up to me to figure this out and to really fight on my own. And mm. with that as well, I think with a career and going into, you know, a career and, and wanting the goals, a big factor at that stage was, I don't yeah. want to be in Sweden. I'm going to do everything I can to just go back uh, or travel and yeah. get outside and meet international people again. So that was definitely a driving mm. force too. And uh, did you have any siblings? I do. I have one younger sister. She's three years younger than me. Awesome. Nice. Um, so a lot of the stuff that you're talk, talking about, you know, moving, from LA to Sweden, like totally different world. You're losing all your friends, your roots. It reminded me of the movie Inside Out because, you know, she moved from, you know, place where they, she used to play hockey and all this. And then she moved to San Francisco where none of, you know, you, you're not really playing hockey out there because there's barely yeah. any snow. And like her entire, like an entire system inside her head, like just crashing apart because she doesn't, doesn't know what to do with those feelings. So that's definitely going to create new emotions and new ways of uh, dealing with stuff. Very so, much so. Yeah. Wow, really Very cool. Much. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's talk a little bit about um, what you're, what you help with. So you, uh, you mentioned that, that, you know, as a certified stress management and burnout prevention coach, what are some of the things that people can do to start transforming um, their lives and, and at least getting more self-aware of what they need to be doing or what, what are some of the pointers or what are some of the signs that they might notice? Mm. One of the things that they can start with and, and that I say to you know everyone I, I speak to really about this is it's so much around our own self-awareness and being able to listen and know our bodies, you know, know our minds, know our mm -hmm. triggers, know uh, where we yeah. are comfortable, where we might feel um, energy is taken from, for example, dealing with certain mm -hmm. people or certain environments, you yeah. know, where we thrive and where we don't. Um, the complication or let's say the balance with this is also yeah you know places might feel 
uncomfortable and it's about stepping outside your comfort zone and we want to grow and we want to learn. So it is a balance of getting to know yourself and where, where those kind of lines are and where you know that you can expand mm-hmm. and you want to, and you want to try things and you have set goals and follow your dreams, all of that. I'm not saying not yeah. to do that, but it is really of listening to what is my body saying? You know, what are symptoms showing up for me? Because symptoms with stress and chronic stress, and of course, leading to burnout mm-hmm. and anxiety as well, those symptoms come up both behavioral and uh, cognitive, emotional, physical. So they can be anything from, you know, mood swings, headaches, being irritated, having aches and pains in your body. Um, I'm trying to give more examples of what I had. You know, I had my hair loss as well, but um, difficulty to focus. That was a big thing for me as well. Which one? Sorry, I, I couldn't hear you there. Yeah. Neck yeah. pain or shoulder for pain, me, anything like that? A lot. Those? It was pain mm-hmm. in my body and especially my neck and shoulders with that. Um, yeah. You know, shorter tempered that I said as well. But the first steps are all around self-awareness. And, oh, shorter and, temper. Yeah. Okay. First step mm. would be self-mastery, which I call it, which is, you know, self-awareness and self-care. What can you put in place today? You know, what is, what is going to make you feel good and where you can take time to relax and rest? Because someone sitting, at, yeah. sitting in an office or let's say, you know, at home right now at their desk, their rest and relaxation mm-hmm. might be going out on a run, on a you know one hour run outside, moving their body, and someone who was you know earlier on working at a construction site and moving their body all day for them, rest relaxation might look like coming home and taking a nap or you know lying in the sofa and reading a book. Yeah. So it's good. It's going to be different for everyone. And it's really finding what yeah, what yeah. works for you and what makes you, you know, restore energy and feel at your best so you can support both your body and mind. So how do you motivate yourself to do any of those things? Because I know it's very hard to switch from one state to another state. It's so much easier to just sit here mm-hmm. and keep working. <laughs> and how do you how do you tell the people at work like, okay, guys, it's five o'clock, it's six o'clock, I gotta go take care of my body. How do how do you um, tell everyone else? Do you mean with in terms of setting boundaries? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, boundaries can be a um, a difficult thing, of course, because it can be difficult, you know, saying no to someone else. I always love the yeah. saying and really believe in, you know, when you say no to something or no to someone, you are truly reflecting that back and saying yes to yourself. 
And we need to say yes to ourselves mm. more because if we, you know, yeah. if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't take care of anyone else. They always say, you know, fill, um, you need to fill your own cup. And just with when we were out traveling and the masks on a plane, you know, they always mm. say, put your own mask on first and then put it on the small children. Put your own mask first. And it's so true because yeah. if you aren't taking care of yourself, there's there's no way you can be there for anyone else. That's so true. So once we know what type of things that we can do, if you're if you if you've been working indoors in front of a computer in front of a screen, and you just just really tired, you need to go change that environment, change the scenery, go out in the open, run, whatever it is, physically activate your body or, you know, go out and play with the, play with your kids in the, in the yard or, or, you know, anything away from what you've different from what you've been doing all day. Super necessary. Yes. Yeah. And really with self care, you know, um, I wrote about this last week and self-care does not have to be mm -hmm. pink, you know, pink bubble baths. There's different types of self-care and that can be, you know, like you said, out in the, in the park, spending time with your kids. It can be taking a nap. It can be walking in the forest. It can, you know, be a grounding meditation with your bare feet on the grass. Uh, it can be putting together a puzzle, you know, with your family. It can look like many different things. And it's just finding what really works for you. Absolutely excellent points. You, you just got to get out of your own way and um, take, listen to yeah. your body. Listen to your body and take care of it. All right, so uh, talk us about the five principles to gain peace, joy, and freedom. Yes, so first one, one, the first one we mentioned with self-mastery, this is really the five steps that I take into with my clients and, and my program is self-mastery and then going to our powerful, powerful mind and mindfulness because that is something that of course needs to be included both with, you know, mindset and it can be um, limiting beliefs. It can also be, you know, looking at our subconscious beliefs, which is built up from the ages of zero to seven years old. And that's something that is still with us today and, and being able to reprogram that or at least look at that is very important. Um, and then it goes into the third step of healthy habits, which is well we kind of spoke about with nutrition, sleep, uh, exercise, you know, what are you doing with your time, let's say time management, and just really implementing uh, habits that will support you along the way. And then the fourth step is unbreakable yeah. boundaries where you can set boundaries both in your personal life and learn how to, but also in your work life. 
because um, it can be different, you know, dealing with family and friends and, and dealing with the work environment colleagues that you really get along with or perhaps a boss that you don't get along with that well. And then yeah. the fifth one yeah. really ties all of these together because it we move towards alignment because during these 90 days or three months that I work with clients, it really brings up um, so much into their true value and beliefs and what they want to uh, work towards for the rest of their lives. This isn't a quick fix. It's going to be, you know, a lifetime, um, a lifetime change yeah. and lifetime uh, steps toward sustainable success. Cause I really believe and honor sustainability. I think that is key when it comes to our health. Absolutely. You're, you're so right. I mean, um, anything to take effect in our mind and in our body takes time. You have to build up that habit. So 90 days is an excellent time period to memorize and, and completely put it into your system on how you want yeah. the rest of your life to be. And breaking those bad habits and, and unlearning those bad habits and bad activities that we do and, and setting those boundaries because the first few times it's going to be yes, hard yes. to set those boundaries for mm. yourself with your colleagues. It's going to be like, Oh, you know, you're going to try to come up with excuses yeah. and, and initially I'm like, Oh, I, I really want to help them out, but I also yeah. want to help yeah. me out. And it, it is, it is just like you said, you know, the first couple of times, of course, it's going to be difficult. We, you know, we go out and, and step outside our comfort zone, let's say, for example, and do something that is a bit fearful, but we really, you know, we set our goal and, and heart on it and we can, we can get there. It's also a matter of you can feel the fear and, and do it anyway. It can be, you know, small mm -hmm. steps and gradually getting there because the more you practice and the more you yeah. step outside your comfort zone, that will then become a new, you know, common and, and new habit that really supports you and um, is, the, is the foundation of really thriving then. Absolutely. It's, it's so important to, um, to build those good habits because, uh, as COVID we've, we've all been like, okay, I guess when we're staying home then, and we start building more bad habits. So it's important to be self-aware and realize yeah. what's working, what's not working and really take that extra time that we have to build on some good habits and, and good, um, but our good opportunities. So awesome. Thank you so much. Um, it's been, it's been super enlightening and super, um, you know, seeing it from a different perspective all over again. It's been super, um, helpful oh, thank for sure. You. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. So I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I've got a few absolutely, questions that yeah. I usually ask my guests towards the end, but before we get in, uh, we'll be right back we'll be back after these messages I gotta go watch uh take care of yeah. my kids for something hold on all right we're back so 
Thank you so much again, Rebecca O'Brien, for sharing the amazing, the five steps on what you need to do if you are feeling burnout, if you're feeling like you just don't have enough time in the day, you just really gotta sit down and dig deep into, okay, what's, what are you doing that's throwing your life? Yeah you know, a, a hacksaw into that clock. Yeah, it's a, it is, it is work. Um, and it is, it is looking like you said, you know, inside and inner work, because that is something that is very much, I believe needed for ourselves to really listen, you know, what, yeah. what is fulfilling you or what is not and what is truly yeah. important to you in your life. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, if you guys didn't get a chance to listen to what we were talking about and you just skipping around in this episode, please go back to the beginning and listen to the episode. But right now we have some really fun questions for Rebecca. All right, ready. What is the one quest what is the one hobby that you wish you got into? Um Oh. I I try get I'd say I tried a, a few things when I was younger and and either enjoyed or didn't enjoy and I knew that off the bat um, and one thing I've always loved and I'm, I'm fascinated of I don't know if it's a hobby but really getting in check with the stock market and trades and shares and all that bit um, I'm not saying I'm successful at that today, but it's still something that I have such an interest for. And I absolutely, I have a lot of respect for them that is, that works in that field or that does this um, in all ages and all walks of life. No, absolutely. That is, that is a talent. I mean, it, it requires a lot of self-control for sure, because one day the market's up and like, hooray, should I sell my socks? And the other day it's, it's crashing like, oh my God, what should I do? Um, so it requires a lot of, you know, a lot of insight and, and uh, into the markets and just learning, learning the innards. It's, it's, it's been, it's, it's really something mm -hmm. else for yeah. sure. Absolutely. All right, next question. What did you want to be when you were a child? I wanted to, I think, I mean, ballerina is probably up there when I was very young. Ballerina for sure. Uh, an ice skater. I tried that for a while as well. It didn't go too well. <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, and I wanted to just work with animals. Like I, I love animals to this day. They mean the world to me and working with them and in one way or the other was something I really wanted to do when I was little. Very cool. So cool. Uh, give me one second. Yeah, sure. sure. Again. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, sure. All right, so sorry about that. Um, no problem. I've got three kids. Yeah. <laughs> and they want daddy time or an iPad time. Yeah. 
You know that. Okay. All right. So you wanted to be a ballerina. That's really cool. And then you tried ice skating. Nice. Mm-hmm. Ice skating as That's well. So cool. Um, I tried, I think I've, I've tried, um, snowboarding, we did snowboarding yeah. back in the days. Yeah. Um, it was a ton of fun. Never tried skiing. And I think I went mm. on the nice skating rink maybe once, mm-hmm. maybe one time. It was pretty fun. I mean, I tried inline skates a while back, so I kind of had a little idea of what I was going to be doing on there. Yeah. But yeah. It was pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is fun. It's it's funny you say that with both snowboarding but not skiing because I'm I'm the exact opposite. I I skied for <laughs> practically all my life, but I still yeah. have never tried snowboarding. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a different experience for sure. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next question: What is your favorite movie or TV show? Favorite movie is The Holiday. Which I absolutely Holiday. love. I think it's a couple of years old now, mm-hmm. uh, but I love it. It's Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz and Jude Law yes. and Jack Black. There we go. Yeah, and I don't know if you've seen it, but they kind of they switch homes from London to Los Angeles during during mm-hmm. the holidays. Yeah, and it's just a favorite of mine. I watch it every Christmas. I love <laughs> it. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. It's, it, I mean, uh, you've got you've got Jack Black in it, who's one of my favorite actors. So definitely gonna check oh, it out. Oh, you have to then, because he is he is just a sweetheart in this one. It's <laughs> it's the cutest film ever. I love it. Nice. Um, next question: If you were to pick a movie, uh, if you were to choose a movie, uh, what would what would it be to play a character in it? Or what movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Oh gosh, great question. Um, <laughs> it's been so long since I watched a movie as well. Um, <laughs> maybe something like really, really funny, like Bridesmaids or or one of the characters there. Something just <laughs> hilarious comedy yeah. where you could just laugh the whole entire time. <laughs> nice. That sounds that sounds like a fun that's like a sounds like a fun one to do for sure. Yeah. All right. Next one. Who is your favorite superhero or superhero power? Superhero power. Well, when I was growing up, it was definitely Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I loved her. I thought she yeah. was fantastic. Um, and then I think I played with like, what was the super characters? He Man, She Man? No, I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. remember. Shira, Shira and yeah. He Man. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I used to watch mm-hmm. that show back in the days. Man, but there's that was some good stuff. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Well, thank you so much for for that. Um, this is the last question, and let's see what you come up with. If okay. you were a board game, if you were a board game, what would it be? 
Oh gosh. <laughs> um, board game, board game. The only two, I mean, the only ones I know of are like Candyland, chess, of course. And yeah. um, we play this old one where we still play. I, I have it in my parents' house. It's called uh, Find the uh, Find the Diamond. And it's kind of a board, board game of uh, Africa. Okay. And you go to different parts of Africa and you... Um, it's almost like a little memory board game as well, where you turn up mm. the little cards and okay. they're of different animals in Africa. And, and, um, you know, you're going along the different cities and you take a boat up or you take a, yeah. uh, safari Jeep somewhere, and then you try and go find the big diamond. Nice. That sounds, that sounds like a fun memory game for sure. Thank you so much for it's coming good. on and, and telling us about you know the different things that people can do to first of all realize that they are they're feeling burnout or they know they have burnout and what they can do to overcome that and um, look for help if they can find you know I think that's super yes. important and then thanks again for answering the fun questions absolutely we'll thank you so much definitely put the holiday yeah yeah Thank the you. Holiday it's been on my a list of movie to watch. And um, so the last question is where can my audience find you so they can connect with you and, and learn more about you? They can find me on Wellness by Rebecca. Uh, that is my website, and also Wellness by Rebecca, both on LinkedIn and Instagram as well. Perfect. I'll definitely be, sh I'll be sure to put in the links in a in the show notes for the episode when it goes out thank you so much again for yes. your time thank you awesome thank day. you so much thank you for listening to this hacks and hobbies episode Junaid would love to hear from you so please leave a rating or a review on apple podcasts visit hacksandhobbies.com to find additional information on the guest today as well as the show notes 